Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome back to The Mandalorian Man Presents The Pod of Boba Fett, where today I'm talking about Chapter 3 of the Book of Boba Fett, The Streets of Moses But before I get into that, let's hear from today's sponsor. So The Streets of Mos Espa, premiering today, January 12th, 2022. This was an interesting one. Uh, there were things about it I liked and things about it I was like, hmm, I wonder how I feel about this. Um, we see uh, Boba Fett in the past a little bit, but we, I wonder if um, what we will see like how much more it's going to continue. It feels like um, it's it's the joining of the two times. Like something that happens in the past is now catching up to something that we're seeing in the present. So I wonder if the flashbacks with the Tuscans um, will come to an end. We open up at uh, Boba's palace and... Um, we get we get a little like history lesson from uh, robot Matt Berry talking about how the when when um, when Jabba died was killed by General Leia Organa. I think I got that right. Right. Um, the, there was like a power vacuum, and three kind of families. Uh, took control of of Mos Espa, Mos Espa, and Boba and uh, Bib Fortuna, kind of, he didn't control all of it, but he kind of allowed the chaos to happen, and that's how he managed things. Uh, and now it's it's Boba's turn. I think I got that right. Did I get that right? You know, you can always let me know how many wrong things I get per episode. Um, like I didn't know that the Wookie was from the comics. I, I'm sure comics fans freaked out when they saw that. And I was like, oh, cool, a Wookiee. You know, seeing that was, was cool. I didn't realize that it was also a bit of fanfare, uh, fan service, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I don't know if, like, the Vespa group, if they were also. Um, hmm, the Vespa group, Princess Vespa. It's all coming together. I don't know if they're the Vespa group. That's what I... That's what I'd call them. We'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that I don't know. He, you know, um, robot Matt Berry said three, the three families, um, and one of them sounded familiar. And I'm almost like, well, okay, how much does that matter? It doesn't matter all that much. Uh, it's just really about, um, you know, hearing that there are, that there are people, there are families, there are groups that are, that are over, um, think they control or that are managing things in Mos Espa. Um, so we, um, we get a, a visit from someone else who's there to pay tribute or is there to, to talk to his uh, daimyo. I don't know what that is, but I keep hearing daimyo, and I think I'm saying it right. And it's Stephen Root. Stephen Root, who the first time I ever saw Stephen Root, he was Jimmy James on news radio. And he was funny. Um, but he's gone on to be like, 
almost like a, an, a quintessential, is that a good term? Like character actor. Every time I see him, I'm happy. Uh, he's always great. He's always a little slimy. He is great in Barry, if you're, if you're watching that. Anything I see him in, I'm always happy um, to see his, his puss show up. Uh, and he's, he's here um, kind of being smarmy, being like, you know, some say that you don't really have that respect, and I find it insulting that you don't have that respect. But, you know, there's certain reasons why, and there's, there's crime in the streets, and there's these young hooligans who aren't, um, you know, aren't respecting uh, me, and they're stealing from me. They're stealing my water supply. He's a, he's a water reseller. I don't know what you, what, what you want to call it. He works with the moisture farmers to, to get the water to, um, to sell. And these kids have, um, have been poaching him. I thought he was going to say, these kids have been karateing the picket fences. Some of you might get that. So he makes a proposal that, you know, I think it'll go a long way for m- me and other people to see you take control of the situation. You take care of this, this gang and um, I'll see to it that you get a nice tribute. So Boba and, um, and Fennec and uh, the, the two pig guys go down uh, go downtown. They like to walk everywhere. So they walk down to see what's what. And they run into this gang of youngins. That's that's like all I can think of is like this is supposed to bring in the young people. Like already I, I was like um, Bob was really branching out and he's he finds this new group of kids. I was like I thought maybe there'd be a one episode um, you know thing. And Boba would go up and beat the crap out of them. But as you can see, they are now a, a major part of the Boba Fett story. He approached them about um, the stealing the water. And he's like, well, they're like, we got to steal it. We can't afford it. He's like, this is the working, this is, you know, the working area. Why don't you get a job? Look around. Where are the jobs? We don't got no jobs. And um, for what he's charging for the water, we, we you know, He's basically stealing from us. He is, he is. I am, I am. I don't know. This, this is it's bad accent time. So basically, Boba sees these guys, these young kids, and they're, they're some special kind of thing where they are genetically modified. They buy droid parts and they gen- genetically modify themselves to have kind of droid capabilities. One dude's got a fancy eye. One dude's got stuff coming out of his hands. Um, and... Boba seems to have a soft spot for them. Boba seems to have a soft spot for lots of things in this in this um, show. And he sees these kids and he's like, you, you, you want a job? You work for me now. And then Stephen Root comes out of his, his, his root cellar. <laughs> he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. These guys have been stealing from me. He goes, they owe me. You can't, you know, what, this is all you're going to do? They owe me. How much do they owe you? 1,300 credits. He's like, for water? That's what it is. He goes, you're going to take 500 credits, and that's what you're going to get. You're going to get 500 credits. It's like, fine, I'll take it. So he takes the credits, and Bobo walks off, and he looks at him. He's like, so, do you want to work? And that's when we get the title, uh, The Streets of Mos Espa. And we come back, and it's, it's nighttime, so uh, Boba does, sleeps in his waterbed. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, you know, we basically get the flashback to He gets in the tank, and that's how he gets to the next step in the, in the um, chronological dream sequence, um, which starts 
I say chronological, but there is a flashback in the flashback where he's back on um, his, I can't think of what it's called, the, the, the planet with all the water, the planet he grew up on. He actually references it in this episode when he's talking to Stephen Root, how he grew up on a planet with all water. And Stephen Root's like, this Tatooine used to be uh, flush with water. And we're flashing back now again to him with the Tuscans. He's riding a Bantha. He takes the Bantha. I thought, oh, he's kind of graduated and he's leaving them now. But no, he goes into town. Um, I think he went to Mos Eisley, I think. And he meets up with the guy, like one of the pikes. So this guy, he's there because to let them know how to collect the whole thing. It's all related to the train robbery. And this guy's like, I'm not, I can't pay tribute to you and pay tribute to someone else. And he's like, well, what are you talking about? He says um, how he's already paying protection to this other group. I don't know the name. Come on, guys. There's so many terms and names thrown out here. He's already paying protection, and he's not going to pay protection to two parties. He'd gladly choose either one. He's just not doing both. He's not going to be taken advantage of. And Boba's like, I understand. I will take care of this. So he's obviously going to go and kill. Oh, I think it's the gang. It's the biker gang, right? Uh, he has. He's like, we have more people than those that biker gang. We can do better than them. That's the gang he beat up last week. And I think it's the same gang that does the... Um, the, the we saw in the first episode, they did the graffiti and they, they fought the guy who had like the water area. I'm guessing he was a moisture farmer. So he's like, all right, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. And he, dry, he goes back to talk to the Banthas and they're all dead. Yes, his group that took him in have been slaughtered, burnt, killed the Banthas, dead. Uh, all the people, the youngins, everyone's dead. I think we didn't see the um, the Tuscan with the long hair, which I'm listening to another podcast, but you shouldn't listen to it. You should listen to me. But I think every Star Wars fan listens to this podcast. It's Star Wars Minute, and they're doing uh, the Book of Boba Fett right now. And it's funny um, they reference they, one of the guys guessed that you know in the next episode or two we'll probably see him all done with the Tuscans. You know something will happen and they'll they'll all be killed or he'll be banished. Well, it happened. Um, and he also mentioned that the the Tuscan with the long hair is a female stunt woman, so it's a female um, Tuscan. We didn't see her, so I feel like she got away. Either she was taken captive, she got away, but I feel like she's still alive. She's still out there. So um, they're all killed, and that's and, oh, and he sees the um, the same graffiti, so he knows it's the same gang. They they've, they 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 he stole the speeder bikes, right? That's the one. So they got their revenge by killing all of them. So I'm assuming that Boba, you know, he beat them up. He didn't kill them all. Now he's gonna he's going to murder. He's going to slaughter all of them. They're all dead. He's gonna be like. Speeder bike gang, I'm coming for you. But he's going to do it in his accent, so he's going to be like, Speeder bike gang, I'm coming for you. Crikey. So that's the end of the flashback. Um, But we will not, that's not the end of the pikes in this episode. So he wakes up in the back to tank and Wookiee's there. The, the, uh, okay, I'm going to get his name right. Because I looked it up, I, I they I looked it up last week, 
Uh, that's when I found out it was a he's a character of the comic. His name is Black Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. K R R S A N T A N. And he's played by a fella named Carrie Jones, who's like a special effects guy. He make, he does makeup and special effects. He's in all kinds of Walking Dead stuff. So he's like a special effects guy, but he's also a performer, and he's a big, tall dude. He was he was even um, he was a werewolf in the Teen Wolf TV show. He was um, oh he was one of the predators in the Predators movie. Remember that one from like um, 2010 that had um, Topher Grace was in that right? Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, that one. I, I feel like that one's supposed to have pretty good. Uh, reviews, but I never saw it. Anyway, I'm 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 um, I'm going on a tangent. He plays uh, Black Chrysanthemum, and he's there to uh, kick some ass of um, of Mr. Boba Fett. He, apparently, Boba Fett has uh, two guards. He has a um, a Fennec Shan's there, and now he's got this gang of of ruffians, young ruffians, and this dude just gets by all of them and beats the living hell out of Boba, which apparently happens a lot. Boba gets beat up a lot. Um, he's an older feller, but he, he's, he he got the jump on him, let's be honest. So he beats this guy like crazy, and then all of a sudden uh, the kids show up. Uh, the, the Boba's, you know, Boba's kids. I don't know what else to call them. Um, and Boba's Bunch, that's what I call him. So Boba's Bunch shows up, and they like, I'm going to stab you, Wookiee. So they start fighting, and then the Gamorrean guards show up, and the fight gets all the way knocked down to, um, to like, the main uh, entrance. I don't know what you want to call it. The main, the main hall area that we have seen uh, so many times. And... He's standing in this one spot, and and Fennec's like, stand back, and presses the button, and he falls down the chute, but he's hanging on. She stabs his hand. He falls into the empty Rancor pit. And now we cut over to uh, Fennec and Boba having quite the feast. And Boba's like, oh, it's enough food. Oh, I want no food. She's like, hey, you, know, you got to enjoy the spoils of this while you can. And he's like, we need to respond. Um, we can't you know, be seen weak this way. And then a robot, Matt Berry, shows up and says, Hello there. I have to tell you that the, uh, the twins are here. So the, uh, the Jabba the Hutt's cousins, um, the twins are here, and they offer you a gift. So this was weird because they show up and they're like, Hey, uh, we sent the Wookiee to kill you. Um, we're sorry. And as, a, um, as an apology, here, we give you a gift. And it's a Rancor and Danny Trejo. Throw in Danny Trejo with the Rancor. He's the Rancor um, Rancor Wrangler, I guess, the handler. And then he's like, bring out the prisoner. And they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't uh, care about the prisoner. We did hire him to kill you, but, you know, he's yours. You can keep him as a tribute. We're leaving. We're leaving. We're getting off planet. We have other things to do. He's like, you know, it's not worth it. Um and they brought up like that they were both lied to and that um, this area was actually promised to another syndicate. And um, Bob was like, who? Who promised that? He says, the, they said, the spineless mayor, Mark Shays, 
So they're like, we don't want war. We're going back to Hutta, which is where the Huttas are from, the huts. Um, so like, we want to get out of here. Keep the Wookiee as your um, as your tribute, and good luck with everything. We'll see you later. And so they start to leave. So I'm guessing we're not going to see them again. We got some some Jabba's or some some what do they call the huts? Um, and the huts live on Hutta. Um, not a very inspiring name. So he's looking at the Wookiee, and Boba's like, "Let him go." And the Wookiee's like. Wait, what? He's like, Arr! and they untie him. He looks at him. He goes, you're free to go. Um, no hot feelings. It's just business. Uh, just you shouldn't really work, you know, as a, as a bounty hunter, you shouldn't really work with, you know, the, basically f- pick and choose who you want to work with. There's better people to work with. So we cut down to the Rancor pit. And this is where we get a little history about the Rancor. Danny Trejo's, you know, he looked, well, uh, Boba's, curious he's like why is he masked oh because you know they're very sensitive creatures they 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 attach themselves to the first person they see they are bred to fight but they don't have to be they're also very loving and um you know they become very connected to the first person they see and he's like i want you know you're the owner so like he you know he will they will be good to you this will be good to you it will be good to you and he's like um i want to learn to ride it he's like what What'd you say? That's my Danny Trejo. He says, I want to learn to ride it. He goes, I've ridden a bit of things. Um, so we're going to see some some training, I guess, of that. Uh, but he's like, I want to see him now. So he goes, stand there, takes the blinders off, and the Rancor like, sees him for the first time. And it's kind of like, oh, Papa. Uh, and you th- I thought for a second that maybe Danny Trejo was lying and that, you know, he would be, like, the thing would try to eat him. But that wasn't the case. Um they uh, they bonded a little bit, and if you remember, in Return of the Jedi, when the Rancor was killed, because uh, they can be used to fight and they can be made aggressive, but when it was killed, that handler cried and cried, like really sad, and it was like, it was seen silly then, it was seen as like, oh, look at this thing, you know, this monster, and this guy cares about it, but it it checks out, like it it makes sense now if if this explanation kind of uses that one little moment to um, to kind of flush out this creature more. And again, I'm saying this, but having not read any books, there may be a whole history of Rancor. I don't know. Um, I, I This may not be as clever as I thought it was, but, uh, you know, there is precedence for this. So he's petting the Rancor, and, you know, like, he's like, you like that boy, huh? And he's, itch, he's like finding an itch to scratch. And then Robot Matt Berry comes around the corner and he's like, excuse me, sir. Um, he's like, not now. He's like, but the mayor says he's completely unavailable for the next 20 days. And Boba's like, huh? No, thank you. He's like, you feed the Rancor. I'll be back. Let's get out of here. So they all head down to the, um, to the, to the mayor's office. When I say they, now instead of the, because I don't think the Gamorrean guards are with him. Now it's Boba, Fennec, and these four speeder bike. They, they're in different brightly colored speeder bikes. Green, red, blue, and yellow. Almost like, almost like they'd be like Power Rangers. Um, I feel like these are toys that will be created, toys that will be sold. There will be 
Comic Cons, they will recreate these. They will make these. These are characters that are going to be cosplayed. It also felt like a little like, what is this? This felt very different to me than what I'm used to. Uh, as far as Star Wars, this young, cool gang of guys on, on these little motor, these brightly colored motorbikes. So I'm not sure how much I liked this part of the chase. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel about these characters. I might like them. I might not. They go to the mayor's office and they run into his um, major domo again. He's like, yeah, the mayor is not available at this time. And Fennec's like, listen. You better choose your words wisely if you want to live. He's like, well, let me see if I can move a few things around and get you in there more pressing. So he goes behind the door, and then he locks the door. He's like, did they lock the door? So they so Fennec break, lock, breaks into the door, uh, and they go into um, they go into the room, and nobody's there. And then all of a sudden, they run out, and the the speeder bike gang's there. And all of a sudden, you see this major domo driving his. Land speeder. I feel like it's like a modified land speeder, a different kind of land speeder. And they like chase them. So now we get basically a car chase uh, down the streets of, of Mos Espa. And we got a, a, a protocol droid, a C-3PO looking dude. I don't know what they're, I call them protocol droids because that's what, lack of a better term. It's not C-3PO, but it's a C-3PO type. Uh, so like, oh, look at that. And I thought that was kind of cute to see. But then two seconds later, we got literally like within five seconds, he's he's almost crashing into it, an R2 unit. It wasn't R2-D2, but it was a different R2 unit. So I was like, really? We got that and that? Okay, fine. And the, the biker gang is chasing them with his with their little motorbikes. Um, and they, you know, they're going down the streets constantly. At one point, like, um, the, you see two guys. This is like the old-fashioned thing where you see two people walking with a pane of glass, two like glass movers and like, Whoa. And something has to crash into the glass. We see these two guys, um, with art, like they have this big mural and it's, it's a friggin' like a return of the Jedi mural. Almost. I'm surprised it didn't say revenge of the Jedi on it. It was like early art. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a painting of Boba's palace with, with bib Fortuna with friggin' Boba Fett. Boba Fett's in the drawing. Um, and, and the little guy, um, you know, the little little guy who sits there on the edge. I can't think of his name. I'm sure. I'm, I know I'm screwing up here. Don't worry about it. I thought that was a little silly. Um, but then they, they, they chase him. It's, it's, it goes for a chase for a while. They um, beat up his, his cruiser enough that he has to crash. Uh, and he gets pulled over. And they're like, he's like, look, the mayor's not here. Okay. And Boba Fett flies in. He's like, where is he? And he says, okay, he's with the Pikes, all right? The mayor is working with the Pikes. Now, the Pikes are the same people with, right? Am I correct in this? The same people at the beginning that Boba went to go see, um, or the Pikes are the people on the train. It's all related somehow. Somehow it's all related to the people we saw with the tattoo, the Tuscans, um, even though I think it was the gang that killed the Tuscans. Uh, the, the Pikes are the, the people that he they were trying to make the deal with, right? To get the, the payment for using the Dune Sea. The Tuscans run the rule the Dune Sea. Um, and he's like, he's with the Pikes. So we, we then cut to these, like, land cruisers coming in, almost like they're, like, buses. You know, these buses have come around, like fancy buses of travel, kind of remind you of a little bit of the Millennium Falcon type like structure the way the, the way it's built and 
we see all these people exiting, like it's mass transit, basically. And then we see all these pikes coming down with those cool masks that they had. They're all walking off, carrying stuff. And one of one of the um, one of the Boba's bunch is watching them, um, and he drives off and reports in to Boba and Fennec, and he's like, "Just want to let you know, there's a dozen of them here." And uh, you know, he's like, "I keep an eye on them." And then Boba's like, uh, "Fennec's like, um, you know, they're preparing for war." And Boba's like, "Then we will be ready." And the that is the end of the episode. It was only about you know thirty three minutes or so. Um, then the credits. The credits are always cool because I like seeing the paintings. Um, this episode was, I don't know, when I'm looking back on it now and I'm kind of glancing at it while I'm talking about it, I think I liked it more. At the time, some of the things, seeing the R2 and the C-3PO dude, and no, it's not C-3PO, uh, and the painting. The painting felt a little silly to me. Um, I got to get you, like, I, you know, it's funny. I don't, want to I I hate myself because I will like something and then someone will say oh and they'll pick it apart and I'll go oh I didn't think of that and then that gets in my head um the 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 Star Wars Minute guys they were they there were things they didn't like about it and they talk about it and it felt like more negative than positive and it's funny when they talk about the prequel movies I like hearing them talk about the negative when they talk about something I like I'm like no I disagree um and then my brother texted me and goes I don't know it's kind of boring I don't really like it and I was like, oh, oh, I, but I, I didn't think it was boring. And I didn't. I enjoyed it still. There were things in this episode I didn't love. Um, I gotta, I'm not sure how I feel about this bike, biker gang with their brightly colored bikes. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. With these kids, you know, but they have to, I guess, add to this lore of, uh, of you know, Star Wars. They, gotta, they can't just give us the same thing that we've known over and over and over again. They have to expand things, whether it's things that someday we'll see in the future, whether it's things that we'll never see again. Um, I feel like there was something else said that I've said, oh, we're going to we're gonna see something about these someday. Or like these these young kids, we could see like a spinoff of them or something. You know, the biker gang. They're driving their bikes. Do, 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 to Star Wars. The Boba's Bunch and the biker gang. I'm, I'm rambling now. Folks, I'm glad I was able to watch this today. It's been a uh, very busy day, very busy day. But I was glad to sit down, take a few minutes, and uh, talk about the Book of Boba Fett. Chapter 3, The Streets of Mos Eisley. Again, there were things in it that I that I, I enjoyed. Um, I also think, I wonder if the Chrysanthemum is going to come back. I feel like he's too cool to not see again. And... I feel like because Boba showed him mercy, we're going to see him either working together or see him come back to help. You know, we'll see that again. Like when Bill Burr, right? At one point he was, wasn't Bill Burr the bad guy? Then he comes back and he kind of helps. I don't know. I've, I don't have a memory of things. I watch it and then I got to like watch the thing, watch the previously on and I go, oh yeah, that happened. That's right. There was a Star Wars last week. That's it, my friends. I'm all done here. Um, you, uh, look, at this is the book of Bob. This is the pot of Boba Fett from the Mandalorian Man. And as you can tell, I'm a guy who really likes Star Wars and doesn't really know all that much about it. it I know maybe slightly more than the person who just sees the movies, even though I almost just see the movies, except I, I watch these shows 
And um, I've done very little reading, um, but I, I I listen to podcasts, which that, that Star Wars Minute is actually very educational as far as you, you, you learn things that you're like, oh, that's this and this is that, and that's this guy's name and all these things. Um, anyway, that's neither here nor there. What we're worried about right now is just the book of Boba Fett, and um, yeah, it's good. It's not... It, I don't like it as much as The Mandalorian. Maybe it's because I don't have my, my little bulb, my little Grogu. Um, and that's going to be another whole thing when that show comes back. Um, but that's it. I've said I'm enough, and I'm sure you're tired of it. But I do want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for subscribing. And uh, that's really it. And t- uh, Listen, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The website is fansnotexperts.com. The Facebook page is simply fansnotexperts. And, but everything, everything we do, you can find at the website. And this is the the pot of Boba Fett. Um, I've really said nothing in the last five minutes. So if you've already stopped listening, you're gaining, you're losing nothing. Um, but you know what? I didn't say what we what we learned. It seems like I'm trying to actually think about it now. Instead of just reviewing it, let's think about what's happening here. The mayor, even though it was the huts that that did send. Chrysanthemum to kill Boba. The huts are like they're like you know it's not even worth it. You can have it. We we actually we were lied to. There's another person involved, a third party, Uh, and it's the Pikes, the same Pikes that probably screwed over Boba and the um, and the Tuscans. Now they're here, and they're trying to screw over Boba again because the mayor is like, look, you can have it. I don't care. but now we got Danny Trejo and a Rancor and possibly a Wookiee. Uh, so they, they, and a new biker gang. So Boba's forces are expanding his, his group. He can't just have a couple of people. So I guess it makes sense to have a group of people. And he's finding these, uh, these, these different outcasts and um, leftovers and he's using them to his advantage. Um, because as Stephen Root said, you know, some people on the streets aren't really that um, feared or, or, or respecting him all that much. But, uh, yeah, now I think I covered everything, didn't I? Yeah, probably could have done this in nine minutes. But that's just not my style, folks. Listen, I'm all done. I already said where you can find me. So listen, I already said listen. So listen, <laughs> that's a verbal crutch, I guess. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing. And until next Wednesday, if you are brave enough to come back, may the force be with you. That's not experts.